Okay, hello and welcome to Future Tech Chat. This is episode number five, covering digital photography. And uh, now is the time to bask in our beautiful title card. Um, now let's get started. My name is Rob Attrell, uh, and I am really interested in digital photography, and it's a huge passion of mine to be able to take photos as well as to be able to share them. Uh, with me today is Mike Attrell. Say hi, Mike. Hey, guys. Here What's again. That? How do you feel about digital photography? Uh, I'm more of a casual user. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm passionate about it, but I do I do care about how my digital photos look, and I definitely uh, it is relevant to me based on just daily use. And you know, I have a daughter, so I take lots of pictures and just random pictures of stuff throughout the day with my phone. Cool. We also have Carolyn Hagman with us today. Carolyn, say hi. Hi. Now, you, you just told me that you don't care at all about digital photos. But I, don't, I don't think that's really true, because I've seen many pictures of your dog. And, uh, what okay, would you fine, 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 fine. I do like taking pictures of my dog. <laughs> I guess I would, I'm just not very passionate about discussing digital photos for like an hour. OK, well, we won't take an hour then. Um, I, I guess I just don't know what we're going to talk about. Well, you should have looked at the notes, because there's lots to talk about. There's lots. Um, All right, then I'm excited. <laughs> this discussion was prompted because my sister asked me a question last weekend. Uh, my sister is in France right now. Um, well, she didn't really ask me a question, but I, I took it and I phrased it in the form of a question. Um, she wanted to be able to share pictures of her trip with me and my family, um, more than just posting them on Facebook and having us be able to see them. Um, but she didn't really know, she wasn't really aware of the options that exist for that. Um, so specifically, one of the things that I want to talk about is is to let her know how to do that and anyone else that's interested in, in getting their photos backed up online and, and being able to share them. So that was my motivation for doing this, the main one. There's lots to talk about, though. Um, so I guess we'll jump right into... Um, actually, why don't we start with uh, the basics, sort of cover photography basics in terms of digital. Um, we'll talk about photos and videos, but uh, Mike, why don't we start with your uh, your point? You wanted to talk about how the distinction between a a smartphone with a nice camera and a a real sort of point and shoot camera, um, the lines become between those two are becoming more and more blurred. Yeah, I think I think it's just a changing of the times and what people look for in a device, and people only have so much room to carry on them on their person on a day-to-day -day basis and I think photography in itself is becoming more and more spontaneous and uh, in the moment type uh, situations so you're not always going to have your camera with you so I think for those who are who are looking for a good compromiser they're more willing to maybe put more money down on a phone with a good camera than invest a bunch of money in a point and shoot and um, I think the way that phones are going and cameras even they're they're kind of melding together both with the accessory side of things as well as just the devices themselves and integrating more of the photogra photography aspect into their uh, components. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Carolyn, what do you do? You, uh, do you carry a camera around when you're if you're if you're wanting to photograph things, or do you just use your phone now? I have a camera, like you know, a really nice point and shoot. Well, I mean, it was really nice like three years ago, and I guess that's the problem is I've tried using it now, and compared to my like iPhone five 
my iPhone 5 with so much better photos. And like this was a really, really good point and shoot camera three years ago. Yeah. Now it's just I'm not gonna buy a new phone and a new camera every two years, right? So it's you know, it's cheaper for me to just buy a new phone with a good camera in it. Yeah. Is there anything uh Additionally, I, uh, one of the most important things to me is the ease of getting having access to those photos once you've taken them and yeah. the phone blows it out of the water compared to having a, an SD card in a camera. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, you that leads nicely into the next point you wanted to make that uh, for those of us that do want to take actual photos on a dedicated camera, um, there are options out there for um, Wi-Fi SD cards. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, you've done a bit of research. Why don't you talk about it? Yeah, I guess like they they basically use, from my understanding, it's it's a Wi-Fi direct um, connection. Um, so it just basically links with your like establishes an ad hoc Wi-Fi network, and then your phone can connect to that and uh, download the pictures that way. Um, unfortunately, my you know the Nexus Four doesn't have Wi-Fi direct capabilities, which is kind of stupid. But um, there's lots of phones out there that do. Um, so you can definitely use that. And there's even cameras now that um, will have Bluetooth capability for NFC and um, or even just direct, like directly connect to the internet through a Wi-Fi network because they run Android. And um, you can basically have like a whole Android UI on your camera, which is pretty sweet. Um, obviously, it doesn't have the phone capability. So at the, in that sense, it might be better to actually just invest in a good phone with, with a camera. Um, in it, but you know, as far as if you're looking for a good point and shoot that you can immediately upload and and use the pictures, there's lots of options out there for sure. Yeah. Well, they they actually uh, Samsung actually has a cell phone with a a full camera on it now. Um, I think they're about to release the second generation of it, but uh, yeah, it's literally a Galaxy camera. Yeah. It doesn't have the phone on it, though. It, ha no, it, it might have, have a mic. Phone. I think it might have a mic. There are cell features on it, yeah. Like, it connects to, like, 3G, and you can make calls? Yeah, there, there's one that's a Galaxy camera, and then there's actually a Galaxy device that is a phone but with a giant honking camera lens on the back. Hmm. Are um, we... Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to ask if we were going to discuss the advantages of a point-and-shoot over a cell phone. Yeah. Well, what do you what do you think? I th I think there might be a couple, but um, what yeah, would I don't you think there are any. Be? You don't think there are any? No. And I was gonna ask what what they really are. Like, what is the point of having a point and shoot anymore? Yeah. I mean, there are obviously certain people who I don't know if they they feel more comfortable keeping things segregated, keeping them separated. Um, one of the points that uh, my old roommate Matt wanted to talk about today, he unfortunately couldn't be here, but um, was about um, discussing quantity versus quality. And the advantage of a point and shoot is that its memory is dedicated to photos. You're not taking up, you're not going to run out of space um, on a point and shoot because an entire SD card, 16 gigabytes, is about, about the norm now. Uh, on a point and shoot, you're not really going to run out of, of space on those. And so you can take, you can sort of have something that's dedicated to just taking pictures. Uh, I think that would be one advantage. Like you, if you were at an event and you wanted to have pictures of the entire thing, and or a video running, capturing the whole thing, um, you can't really do that with a phone because it's going to be 
giving you alerts like you're going to need to talk to people, you might want to have just a point and shoot videotaping something. But yeah, I in terms you know, of yes, I I don't see the advantage for photos. I mean, like I know people who have point and shoots and they take like thousands and thousands of photos like on a week long trip, and I think it's just so stupid. Like, why do you have? Why do you need so many photos? You know, you don't. You don't need that many friggin' photos. Like, and if I if I got to the point where I filled up my iPhone with photos, which now that I don't have my music stored on my phone, I have significantly more space, I would just take them, well, they're already backed up somewhere, so yeah, I would just delete them off my phone because I don't need to have 2,000 photos on my phone. Right. So that leads kind of perfectly into the next point, which is the fact that a large segment of the population doesn't that has cell phones doesn't know about the variety of options that are out there for backing up photos directly from a, your phone, like you're describing. So you could take thousands of pictures uh, on a trip and not have to worry about any of them. As long as you have a, a connection to some kind of wireless network, um, you can save them automatically and you don't have to worry about them taking up space on your phone. And some of these storage options are actually like truly unlimited. Uh, so you don't even have to worry about running out of space or starting to pay for these things because they're free and unlimited. I think just to address one of the advantages over point-and-shoot versus a phone is what I've definitely noticed is battery life. And you're not going to be able to last, you know, an entire day taking videos and photos on a phone. Yeah. But if you have a point-and-shoot, like, that's going to last easily a couple days, if not a week, without a charge. Yeah. So Even if you're taking pictures the whole day? At least with a camera, you can get through the day, as yeah. as opposed to a phone. With a phone, you're having to last an entire day of pictures and videos. Right. What if you had an ex an extra battery pack charger thing for mm. your phone? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I do that. I think if there's any, I think if there's any advantage, that would be yeah. that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. There are specific advantages, but those are yeah, those are people that are that are needing something for the entire day. Yeah. That sort of becomes. It's almost like your job, or if you're going on a trip or something. Yeah, in terms of every day, it, it doesn't seem. It seems a little bit redundant to have both. Yeah, and I think, like on that note, the only times that I really grab or point and shoot is for a trip, or if I know I'm going to be in a place where I'm going to want to take pictures. But on a day to day basis, I'm not carrying around my camera. I'm carrying around my phone. And even when we're on a trip, we'll often grab our phone anyway because it's what's closest, and we might want to upload it right away or whatever. So. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, on that note, why don't we move to once the, now that these photos are are taken, um, getting them online and getting them uh, getting eyeballs on them that you want on them. Uh, so why don't we start with Carolyn? What uh, you mentioned that you back up your photos. What what services or just service do you use? Um, they're automatically backed up to my Dropbox. Okay. From my iPhone. Um, they're also they automatically transfer to my iPhoto on my MacBook. Mm -hmm. um, yep, I think that's it. Oh, yeah, iCloud and Dropbox. Yeah, they were once on uh, Google Drive as well, but I needed more space on my Google Drive, so I took them off. How about you, Mike? I oh, sorry. I also backed them up to an external hard drive. Oh wow! <laughs> I have like okay. a large amount of photos. And that's an underground vault in a safe, right? No, it's just right there. But uh, that's just like if I go on a trip or something and I have like 100 photos and I want them backed up. But on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm not going to transfer one photo to my 
still. Yeah, sure. Yeah. How about you, Mike? Um, pretty much the same. I think I mentioned it before. Like basically Dropbox and uh, the auto uploads with with Google Plus. Um, but I actually also recently, because I had like five gigs being taken up on my phone by by pictures and videos, yeah. so I actually offloaded them onto my my computer just for the hard hard soft copy, I guess. Um, because I don't know, I guess I think Google Plus does do full size, full resolution auto uploads, um, but that I think that eventually runs out of room after that, a certain. Yeah, that counts against your your drive storage, which right. Is, well, I have twenty five gigs of drive storage, so it's not a big deal, but. Um, anyway, I just have it on, on my computer there, offline, so to speak. Um, but then I can just delete them off my phone because I don't need them on my phone anymore because they're backed up. And if I need to access them, they're on Google Drive or, uh, or it's not, sorry, not Google Drive, Google, uh, Google Plus or, or Dropbox. Um, so, but yeah, those are the ones I use. Nice. Yeah, I've found that uh, people talk, people, they, I think by default it does store your photos at full resolution on Google Plus, uh, which, which does take up space, but if you store them at um, 2 megapixels by 2 megapixels, it's not going it, to, it's unlimited and free forever so far. Mm. Uh, and I have a feeling that people, that they're going to upload up that resolution limit as time goes on. They're, they've just dropped their storage prices, and I think that uh, we're getting to the point that you can just kind of upload as much as you need to, and these free limits are going to keep going up and up and up, just like they have for... Uh, for Gmail. I didn't know about that. Yeah. How do, how do you set that up? Is it already set up? Like That's what we're going to talk about today. Also, I'm not. Yeah, so... Uh, or that later on the agenda. No, we can we can do that now, so... That, that, I, don't, I don't have that set up like that. I yeah, did not know so, that you could auto-upload, like, infinite amount of pictures at, like, a lower resolution for free. Yeah. So uh, no, we'll we'll go to that now because it's uh, it was sort of the main the main thrust of answering this question that um, people wanted or that my sister can use to get these photos. So uh, if you go to your settings in Google Plus, as I have. Um, you can scroll down to near the bottom. Where the hell are settings? Oh, settings. Okay. And so once that's, uh, you can see there's an option. Can't. It's too small. It's small. I can, I can help that. Well, that's better. Oh, look, I can see it now. <laughs> option here: upload my photos at full size. And if you, um, if you have that checked. It will take up space, but if you don't have that checked, it will not. It, they'll be free and unlimited. I don't. Okay, so it's unchecked. Yeah. But I don't think they auto upload at all right now. Right. So you'd have to you'd have to go into your uh, your Google Plus app on your phone and turn it on. Oh. Okay. And then it it doesn't account towards my drive space. Right. Oh. And, oh, uh, so yeah. I've, been, I've been doing that since the day they turned it on, and it's it's quite wonderful, I must say. The resolution that it uses, it's adequate. Uh, yeah, it's two it's two by two. Uh, I'll, get, I'll show you an example. I don't like that. that doesn't mean much to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show you an example. So, camera and photos. So I just turn on auto backup. Okay. Yes. 
Well, and then there's another option here. It says full size backup. So I have to uncheck that right. one. Right. If you can do it, but it'll take up space on your. Yeah. Well, I I don't I need that space on my drive, so. So uh, we'll use this picture as an example. My new desk. Very cool. That's another good example. Something like this. My old desk when I was moving. Um, so the the limit that they give you two by or two by two is not uh, is not really limiting. I don't know if you can how well you can see the quality of that, but it's you you'll notice it if you blow it up to like it maybe maybe would be good for print if you're trying to print a, an ad uh, on a billboard or something. But in terms of <laughs> I'll remember that. Every day, sharing, sharing pictures, looking at them, saving okay. them. Yeah, it looks good. It's good. And yeah, you have the you have the ability to store them full size. Okay. Yeah, it just take it just counts towards your drive storage. Yeah. Okay. Although, um, on that note, yesterday there was actually a giant price drop on drive storage. I don't know if either of you saw that, but it's now hundred or a dollar ninety nine a month for a hundred gigabytes of storage oh. and drive. The, the default is 15 gigabytes free, right? 15 or 25, depending on the account you have. Oh, how did Mike get 25? I don't know. I think it was had 25. Um, I only have 15. Yeah, there. I know my. I know I only have 15 because I. Uh, I use Google Apps and I didn't upgrade to. To the paid version, I'm still free because I was grandfathered in, but. Um, yeah, for average users, I'm not, I'm not sure why you're at why you're 15, Carolyn. That's, uh, that's well, good. Rob, why are you at 15 only? 15 gig. It says 15 gigabytes is free, and then they only have three options: 15, 100, and one terabyte. And yeah. no options like Dropbox to increase your storage. Like right. by yeah. posting to Twitter and crap like that. Yeah. That I can see. No, there aren't. But uh, the reason I'm stuck at 25 is because. When I signed up for Google Apps, that was the amount you got. Hmm. It's since I signed up for Google Apps, which was which was at the time free. It's now not free, and when they bumped it up to not free, they gave you a boost in storage. But mm -hmm. since I didn't switch to paid, uh, which is five dollars per user per month, I didn't get the bump. So Rob, you're at twenty-five right now. I'm at fifteen. Oh, so I don't understand why I'm at twenty-five though. Yeah. Because I think we both had Google as long as you as I. It's same. I, I know I've heard that people, some people have 25, but are either of you near that? <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. Well, I'm at like, yeah, I'm at 25%. Yeah, yeah. I'm, at, I'm at about 28, I think it said. But that's, uh, that's storage of full-size photos. It's storage in Google Drive, and it's also storage in Gmail. It's okay, that's just storage of like data from work. Yeah. But like on Dropbox, oh, oh, my Dropbox only has uh, 14 gigabytes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it did the space race thing end? That end? I feel like I had no, more. What? It didn't end. Oh. Okay. You should still have that. Yeah. There's, they give lots of bonuses. These, especially Dropbox, give lots of bonuses for uploading pictures. Um. If you do decide to sign up for Dropbox and turn on auto upload, again, that's in the device settings. But uh, if you do decide to turn that on, they'll give you 
when you upload a five, every 500 megabytes of photos you upload, they'll give you another 500 megabytes of storage up to three gigabytes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's quite lovely. So, uh, yeah, there's really no reason to, to ever need to delete pictures uh, or not to, to use an excuse that you can't share pictures or that you have to sort of aim your, if you're on a video call and far away, like my sister is, uh, there's really no excuse for holding up your phone to a, to another camera so that people can look at your pictures. You, sh you, can, uh, you can very easily share them directly from uh, where I was showing you before. Just select either an album or individual photos and, and share them with whoever you want. Uh, you can also share albums, and that way when you add new photos to that album, they'll automatically be shared with the people, which is kind of nice. Like, it'll be a link to the album, and the album will be updated. The album can update automatically, yeah. Oh, um, which service is this? Google Plus. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, th uh, there's, I'll, there's a bunch of links that I could, that I could point to, but they also will um, look at different things, like com uh, their algorithms will look for faces, look for smile, um, and they'll actually pick, if you make an album, they'll actually pick highlights out of it and uh, focus on those. You, you, you'll still see the whole album, but uh, you'll, you have the option of showing just highlights, uh, which, which are automatically chosen for you based on those, those different criteria, like focus and smiles and, and lighting. Yeah, they're, the algorithms are quite good. I really we'll like probably them. remove like, the duplicates too, eh? Like it'll, it'll... There's a few different things it can do with duplicates. Uh, it'll only, it normally only put the best looking duplicate in right. the highlights. But it'll also create uh, gifs that, if if there's four different similar photos with slightly different poses, it'll loop them in a gif. Yeah, like if they're taken all in a row. Yeah. Are you calling it a gif? That's how it's pronounced. It's called a gif. No, it's not. No. Sure. I'm glad we're, ha glad <laughs> we're having this conversation. I'm, I'm taking a stand. It's it's gif. Um, I saw a gif of actually of Chris Hardwick, who hosts the show Comedy Central. Are on, I guess Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one too. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's pronounced gif because the word is graphics. I know what the word is. Graphics. What does it matter? Well, you seem to, you're the one that said it mattered. <laughs> uh, so we'll move on to the next point now because that that uh, debate is never going to be solved. <laughs> Uh, move on to, to another one of the no, things. No, 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 the crook. Oh, man, I got this article. No, I know. The inventor said it. The inventor it's, said it's GIF. Yes. He doesn't okay. get to decide. I'm sorry, but the, no, it's GIF. <laughs> Anyways, we can move Like on. I said, not going to be solved. Um, one, of Matt's, one of Matt's things that I think is really interesting to talk about uh, is the power of image manipulation. <clears throat> um, tools like Photoshop, um, and before Photoshop, there were lots of different things that people could do, either splicing photos together or um, setting up posing different photos to make something look uh, like it had happened differently than it did. Um, and that, uh, that definitely has gotten worse lately, but I think it's interesting uh, how much easier it's gotten with digital photography and with the power of things like Photoshop. Uh, pretty much anyone can can learn how to use them, and within a few minutes, um, 
either do something like removing imperfections from a model in a photo um, to cropping out um, either different evidence. There are, there are lots of examples of photos in wartime um, where important things have been cropped out of pictures to make a different statement than was originally uh, intended by the by the picture or that initially showed in the picture. Um, what do you guys think? There's, I mean, there's also the sort of the goofy side where um, Lena Dunham, Dunham is in a um, a spread in a magazine, and um, you get tabloids looking for tens of thousands of dollars to for untouched versions of the photos because they've been retouched. Um, what do you guys think about this? Is that is that uh, does that sort of defeat the purpose of of taking pictures, or is that just sort of part of the game? Let me start with uh, Mike. I think it depends on the intent. Um, I think it can be its own art form with photo manipulation and um, kind of a, a form of speech, I think, by you know changing a story or showing how a story can easily be different by changing one or two things. Um, you know, like I, I think it was Matt that posted an article about a uh, about a guy who worked for one of the photo agencies, mm -hmm. one of the biggest, the biggest one. I can't remember which one it was. Maybe. Is that? Getty. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Getty. Yeah, and um, he had he took a picture and he was he edited out some minor details, like another person in the picture. Yeah, there was another. It was, I think it was another camera. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know he got in trouble. He got fired, and he's basically blackballed from the industry now. Yeah. And you know, and and the and it, it was an innocent thing, but it's it's one of those kind of photojournalism codes that you don't, you know, your picture is your picture, and and that's the story it tells, whether you like it or not. Um, but you know, I know I saw another post about a guy who photoshops himself into like celebrity photos. Yeah. And you know, have him like you know with a girl like hugging him or whatever like, but and it's it's funny like it's it's. And I think that's, I, that can be its own own thing too. I don't think you can equate the two things as oh well it's bad, but I think it depends on the intent. And um, yeah, if if the intent is to deceive, then obviously it shouldn't be done. But if the intent is either kind of make a work of art or to tell a funny story or whatever, then that's fine. I think. Sure, I, I like that distinction. Yeah, it's important uh, for journalistic integrity, but it's not it's not necessarily the end of the world if. If some guy in a frat does it, yeah, joke, um, and it's not hurting anybody. Yeah, exactly. What do you What do you say, Carolyn? What do you think about that? I really that? like the distinction that Mike just made um, with uh, using uh, with the difference in it in intent. Um, I think it can be useful and entertaining, um, but in some cases, it's just gone way too far. Um, with like I've seen articles, you know, where they show how much photoshopping is done to models and like pictures in magazines, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I mean, I know of many cases where people in science are using it to alter pictures of data as well, mm. um, which, you know, really undercuts the uh, scientific integrity. Yeah. So I think in those cases, it's just gone way too far. Um, but I don't see a way to avoid people doing that now. Mm. True. Yeah, it's it's difficult, especially with the technology being as good as it is. Yeah. Um, unless you do something like crop out someone's arm, uh, it's it's sort of difficult to tell unless you unless you were there, or you have access to the original. Exactly. I know, like 
scientific journals are now requesting the actual raw data files as opposed to just images of the data sure. um, because the, the photoshopping of data has gone, like they've had so many instances of it um, and now like they've released, you know, to, to certain people like the criteria that referees have to go through and look for, you know, flaws in the data, um, like, you know, small gaps in, in, in lines and things like that where it's obvious where it's been photoshopped. Hmm. Um, and it's really unfortunate that it's got, it's come to that. Hmm. Yeah, really. I, I wasn't aware of the problem being that uh, that bad, but yeah, me neither. Yeah, it's quite bad. Hmm. So, uh, what about uh, sort of on the same on the same thing? Uh, what do you think about? This is another one of Matt's points. Uh, digital surveillance, both from the government and on the government. Uh, in, in terms of, we'll talk specifically about photography, um, because seeing a picture of something uh, sort of gives us, it makes us really feel like it happened even if it was manipulated. Uh, and there are things that you, people can take pictures of the government doing something compromising just like the government can take pictures of you doing something compromising. Um, with with cameras sort of becoming everywhere, uh, do you think that um, Matt's point is that uh, an image has democratic power in that um, if if you can prove it's actually real, that it it's it's extremely convincing to to have that kind of like a photographic evidence of something. Uh, so what do you think, Mike? Uh, in, in terms of digital surveillance, uh, is there the huge increase in the number of cameras and, and video cameras in the last 10 to 15 years, uh, is that a good thing in terms of private and public um, life? Is it sort of a, a bad thing? I, th I, think it's, I think it's a good thing. Um, you know, like just unintentional or un... Um, like it's, it's surveillance in the indirect sense where you know you have like phones everywhere right where if their fight breaks out someone can pull up their phone and take a video of it right like that's just a reality now and now with Google Glass and and you know these businesses banning them because their patrons don't want to be videoed it's like it's like holy like you know it's, it's becoming so widespread that there's these new new rules and um, measures being taken to to control the amount of surveillance happening, but on the other hand, there's I've seen a couple articles on on a couple districts that have had their, their police officers wear cameras around their chest, and complaints and uh, you know in unnecessary roughness or force charges have dropped by like eighty percent. Right. And it's like, well, that can't be coincidence, right? Like. And I don't know if it's because just the people themselves feel safer, so they know that if anything happens, that it's going to be on camera, or the officers themselves know that they're being watched, and that if something does come up, that there's going to be photographic evidence of that happening. And, you know, if, if people are being kept safer because of increased surveillance, then I think that's the way to go. Right. So there's there's two things that that could be, because if the, if the police have control of those cameras, then they can just turn them off. But if they're sort of always on, um, 
then I would say that's that's a really good thing. Yeah. I guess it kind of depends because there's there's a perception that police are going to be violent, and I don't think it's really fair to to any police officer. Um, so I think it all it, it's probably at least some of both um, the police knowing that they're being watched and people seeing that oh if I overreact or, or make a false accusation uh, against this officer they have video evidence that nothing happened and it was just a peaceful interaction mm -hmm. I think there are people like that that would I've, I haven't really heard of any specific instances um, but I know that I'm sure that happens where someone will make an accusation against an officer because they felt like they were unfairly treated but they weren't they weren't violently treated yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. I think I think big a combination for sure. Yeah. What do you think, Carolyn? Or this world that we're living in with the with all these cameras, has it improved the world or made it worse? I think it's improved it. I agree with everything that's just been said. I don't think it's uh I don't think it's a bad thing. Okay. Do you uh do you ever like if you see a video camera, like a closed caption camera, yeah. does it does it alter your behavior, or, or do you just sort of now it's just kind of accepted that you're being watched and just be like if something bad happens to you, you're you're in good hands because there's ev there's video evidence of it. But if you're not going to do anything bad because they'll also find that out. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't do anything bad anyways, probably, that I would be concerned about it being filmed. But like, if I if there's a camera, I feel like. I feel a bit strange, like I feel like I'm being watched and that people are thinking I'm doing something wrong and then I try to look non-suspicious and then in doing so I feel like I look more <laughs> suspicious. Yeah, I feel the same way, yeah. When you're but, around police officers, it... Sorry? Just if there's a police officer nearby. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like they're watching and I, I'm doing something wrong and then I try to not do anything wrong and then I look suspicious. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I, I like it doesn't really bother me like I like seeing you know police around and cameras in, in like places where I you know where it would make me feel more safe and things like that so like I'm not doing anything wrong usually that I'm worried about it being videotaped sure that makes sense what do you think on the last one Mike do you uh, do you feel safer or do you feel sort of like you're gonna get persecuted for doing something prosecuted I think if anything I'd, I'd feel safer but I also sometimes wonder like why do you even need a video camera here? Like sometimes they're just places that you wouldn't think you'd need a video camera but I guess like... Like where? I'm just in, just in whatever business but it's like like I don't know it's I guess any place would can't be worse off with a camera I guess. Um, yeah. It's like I don't know it's like well who would rob like a clothing store right? Like well, I guess clothes you'd rob but I guess anything more like... people that rob clothes. <laughs> Because it's so easy. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But yeah, but yeah no, I, I definitely, I definitely, if anything, would feel safer. Yeah, you wouldn't put a camera in a dressing room, but you'd want. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, floor. that's a huge invasion of privacy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, having it in a store to make sure that people aren't slipping things under their their clothing or anything yeah. like that. I've yeah. even, I've even heard that, like you know, even having like a dummy camera. Yeah. Improves like security and loss by whatever percent. Obviously, enough yeah. to make it worth having them. Yeah. Even yeah. Don't have them on. Well, a dummy camera costs what five, ten dollars. Well, that's the whole thing, right? That's what I mean. Like, yeah. I think dummy, dummy cameras are a good idea in places like stores where 
you know, the the store owners for trying trying to protect themselves from theft. I don't think they're a good idea in places where cameras are should be shooting like dangerous situations that occur because it gives like the the per, the person who is you know potentially in danger a false sense of security. And then you you know something could happen to you like oh it's on videotape there's a camera there and then the person's like no it's just a dummy camera jokes on you. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think that's right. But. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot to be because it's it's an interesting sort of split because storing video takes a lot of data. It takes a lot of storage, um, and so places either tend to have motion detectors and only run the camera when there's something going on, or they'll drop either every other frame or they'll take a couple frames a second just to save uh, to save on storage costs. Because otherwise, these things fill up incredibly quickly. Or you could do like uh, they do in flight recorders, where you keep the last 30 minutes or 60 minutes of, of recording, and then if something happens, you go back and look at it. But you don't really need to keep, you don't need footage of everything being normal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, I guess we're we're almost done here. There's just really one more point that uh, I think is really important. Um, Mike, you want to talk about vertical video syndrome? What? <laughs> 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 I know yeah. Carolyn's been victim. Been Not a victim, a perpetrator. Oh. Are you sure about? Oh, <laughs> yeah. This this no, is just... less photos and more videos, but yeah, yeah. Go go ahead and say say what you want to say because I I agree with you. It's just I don't know. It's just a small annoyance, and people probably think I'm anal because of it or or whatever. Like even just a couple days ago, like um, Maria took a video, and I was like, oh, it's vertical, and then I was like, oh, you could probably like rotate it and. She's like, why do you even care? And I'm like, I don't know, like, like, that's just, it's just, and it was worse because it, it was like vertical, but the phone didn't auto rotate, so it was like a sideways video, so it didn't even like, so it was kind of like, I don't know, but yeah, it's like, it's like if you're taking a video, like hold it like a camera, I guess, I don't know, like, it's, and it, yeah, it is more with videos than pictures because pictures fine, like pictures you can have sideways pictures or whatever, but but a video, like if you're gonna watch a video on a computer screen or a TV and it's like you don't want it like a thin slit. Yeah. Looking at a video and there's a difference between sending someone a a five second clip of of you talking to like if if you're a portrait. Yeah. And you're just sharing a bit of information with someone. I think that's different than if you're if you're trying to if you want to share it. Yeah. You have to be cognizant that every screen in the world is horizontal. Okay, but I think there are exceptions to this rule. I can't really think of any. What if you What if you were shooting a video of something that was too tall to fit nicely in in your uh, landscape mode? Like what? Like on your phone? Like what if you were too close to something for it to fit vertically? Then back up. Well, what if you can't? What if like What if you were taking a photo of the Eiffel Tower or a video of the Eiffel Tower burning down, and you were really close? To what? Made of metal. Okay. <laughs> but really, oh. Rob, the World Trade Center burned down, and metal does not burn. So, <laughs> you. you know what I mean, or like, yeah. There, there, there may be certain. The the exceptions have to do with being mindful of your audience. If you're the only person that's going to watch this video, do whatever you want. But if you want to share it, 
I can still even, do whatever I want. You don't have to watch the video. Even just for context, you turning your phone sideways normally doesn't mean that the top and bottom get cropped off. It just means that you get a wider field. Okay, but I understand your point about, you know, video looks better if it's in landscape versus portrait, but if I really, really want to take my video or in portrait and I, or I accidentally do so, you don't need to watch the video. It's going to piss you off. You don't have to watch it. And I'll just judge you. <laughs> but I don't care. There are several apps now that uh, will not let you shoot video in, in portrait mode. Uh, the the main the actual YouTube recording app YouTube Capture, um, it will have a hor if you hold it vertically there'll be a an opaque overlay that with a little rotation icon around a phone, and then if you turn it on the side it works. And there are a couple of other apps that do that. It's uh, it's very interesting and people should people should not shoot vertical videos. I I feel very strongly about that. I know. Yeah. It uh, it doesn't it doesn't help. Again, I think that's another one of those sort of we, you can talk about it all you want, but uh, if you see the results, no, like, I I completely agree with you. I don't like portrait video, but I mean you're just trying to argue to not be a hypocrite because you have done it on occasion by accident, like not necessarily by accident, but without realizing. I guess I didn't realize, you know. How offended people would be by my portrait video. Offended. Just, we want we want you to have the best. We want you to know. It's like when I see someone holding their phone, taking a picture, and they're tapping on the screen to take the photo. When the sh the top volume button is a shutter too. Yeah. Why would you shake your phone when you're taking it? If you like, that's a, that's the same thing. I'm like, did you know that this is also a button? Sometimes people are tapping their phone to. Um, to focus the the camera. No, but that's not what I'm. I'm referring to people taking a picture with it. Okay. So you know for sure know, that they are in fact taking a picture. It's sort of like, by the way, this will look a lot better and be a lot easier to do if you. Yeah. If you do it this way, so I'm just yeah. hold, it, hold it horizontal. It's not. <laughs> not a big deal. There are no vertical webcams, for instance. That's not a thing. You can crop the sides of your horizontal picture, but you can't. Doesn't work. <laughs> no, it's not working. I use it sideways. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's a good place to stop. Do any of you have anything else? I think we got through everything that. I don't have anything to add, and I guess I realized I was more passionate about digital photography than I initially had stated. Yeah, you had a couple strong opinions there. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll stop it there, and uh, see you guys next week. All right. Bye. 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 Thanks.